right, everybody. Welcome back to the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host, Dave and Dave. And uh, today we have episode 32, our reaction to the Philly schedule uh, since they just released it, and uh, some opening day games. Uh, all credits for the schedule uh, go to Major League Baseball and uh, the respective teams. Uh, so, uh, Dave, take it away for us. Sure. So I guess we'll uh, we'll get the party started of our reactions to the schedule. Um, first off, we do have that the Phillies will be uh, opening day baseball for the Phillies will be on July twenty fourth uh, versus the, uh, the 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 feisty Miami Marlins uh, at Citizens Bank Park, and the game will begin at seven oh five. Of course, we would expect the game to be televised, but we don't have any. Um, absolute word on that right now but yeah the phil's opening up july 24th against the marlins to start a three-game set with uh, the fish um i'm excited dave uh, are you i would assume absolutely right i'm excited and terrified at the same time the marlins made some moves and they're definitely better this season uh they had a really good spring training back in march so it kind of makes you wonder, like, are the Marlins actually going to be a really good team this year? You know, and thinking about it, it's a 60 game season. So it gives the Marlins a chance to kind of compete with every other team. And so Don Mattingly and the Marlins, I think they have a newfound confidence in their clubhouse um, and on the field that they feel that they can execute in, in the moments and when it counts against um, legitimate contending teams. So We'll see how it goes. And uh, yeah, the Marlins beat up on the Phillies last year. So uh, we'll see if that, uh, well, we'll see if history repeats itself, to uh, say the least. Yeah, absolutely. With the new manager, hopefully not, but um, and some new additions. But yeah, the uh, Phillies and the Marlins will open up a three-game set. We'll talk about the full schedule in just a little bit. Uh, but before we get into that... Uh, on July 23rd, which will be the official opening day for all, uh, for the other team, for a couple teams, I should say, uh, in Major League Baseball, uh, the matinee Showtime night games, uh, which will be on ESPN, I believe, um, will be the Yankees versus the Nationals at 7.05. So we have a little bit of uh, Garrett Cole versus Max Scherzer action. And then at 10 o'clock Eastern, uh, on ESPN, I believe uh, it will be the Dodgers versus the Giants. So those four teams will get the season started on July 23rd, one day before the Phil stake on the Marlins. And I don't want to spend too much time talking about the Yankees and Nationals and Dodgers and Giants, but I was telling Dave this earlier. I I'm all for the Yankees and Nationals, but the Dodgers and Giants, I see it every year. You see it on ESPN, and I mean, the I understand the Dodgers. You know, they have Mookie Betts. You know, it's a new addition. You know, of course, they want to show people his debut. But I'm sick of watching the Giants against the Dodgers. The Dodgers beat up on them pretty much every single game. The Giants are managed by crazy Gabe Kapler. You have uh, big Pablo Sandoval panned out there. I, don't, I just don't, I don't want to watch it. There's no, there's no Bumgarner. There's no good pitching. Who am I going to watch? Johnny Cueto take on the Dodgers, get smacked? It's like, it's why watch it. Uh, and, and But the Yankees versus Nationals, I'm very excited. But don't get me wrong, still going to watch the Dodgers versus Giants because it's baseball and we haven't had live sports whatsoever since, what, March? But, yeah, I mean, Dodgers versus Giants, not too happy about. But I'm excited for Cole versus Serger in that Yanks versus Nats game. 
briefly, what do you think, Dave, uh, about the July 23rd games before we hop into the uh, the in-depth takes on our on the Philly schedule? Well, I'm definitely gasping from the gills right now uh, for some baseball. Uh, if I can make any comparisons, I guess it will be to a fish out of water. Uh, because, honestly, baseball's been gone for a long time. And we thought it would be back before now, but uh, nevertheless, it's back. And yeah, Yankees versus Nationals. I think it's going to be a really good. Uh, it's going to be a really good series, and uh, being able to watch it the day before all all the other teams play, I think, is uh, going to be a nice introduction back to Major League Baseball. And uh, seeing two very good teams go at it is a great way to get that um, baseball feel and the competitive nature back on. But um, yeah, that Dodgers versus Giants. I mean, yeah, it's a West Coast matchup. But then again, uh, I just, I, the Giants don't really stand too much of a chance versus the Dodgers. I mean, they have Jeff Samarja, who's probably going to be their ace if it's not Cueto. So Samarja could go out there and, uh, you know, pitch a solid game. But the Dodgers have a very deep lineup and they have depth. They have a lot of young talent. They have a lot of veteran uh, guys there. They have a bunch of guys that can execute and get the job done when they need it, whereas the Giants lack in that department for right now. So uh, I don't see that matchup being too much of a question mark. I think it's more determined. Um, well, I think it's more defined on who's going to win. We already know the outcome of it. Uh, and obviously it has to be the Dodgers. I mean, you have Cody Bollinger, you have Mookie Betts, you, you know, you brought in Mookie Betts, you have uh, Bruce Dark Gradewall, who may or may not be a long man in the bullpen for them, or uh, some other, you know, cog to the machine of that pitching staff, but yeah, overall, the Dodgers are going to overpower the Giants, and if the Giants do win that July 23rd game against the Dodgers, uh, maybe you can, Dave, you could shove me in a trash can and roll me down Broad Street. All right, buddy. Hey, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm not saying the Giants are, you know, Oriole level, but the Giants are not very good. But I don't want to spend too much time on this. We want to talk about the Phillies, our favorite team. We want to get to it. Um, of course, this is a Phillies podcast. So let's dive into the schedule. Um, I guess I'll read off the games and then me and Dave will kind of, um, you know, uh, analyze, if you will, um, uh, you know, the schedule. So let's get into it. So the Phillies will play three games um, against the Marlins to begin uh, the season, uh, the 24th to the 26th. Uh, the Phillies will then play two games against New York at home. By the way, the, the first three against Marlins, if I didn't already make it clear, they're at home. Uh, the two games against the Yankees are at home, and then you go away to New York for two games. Uh, you then go away to uh, Canada to play the Blue Jays uh, for three. Uh, you then have an off day. You then play the Marlins away in Miami uh, for three straight. Uh, you then come home for a pretty long uh, homestand in, in the middle of August. You play the Braves for four games. That's a weekend series. You play the Orioles for three. You play the Mets for three at home. Then you have another off day. You play the Red Sox for two at Fenway. Very exciting series. Uh, then you have an off day. Then you play the Braves uh, for three games in Atlanta. Off day. And then you have the Nationals for three games in Washington. 
uh, and then you wrap up August with coming home for three games, another weekend series against Atlanta. You stay home for the beginning of September uh, for four games against the Nationals. Uh, then you go away uh, for three games, or sorry, for four games, uh, heading up to the New York Mets. You then come home for two games against the Red Sox. You go to Miami for four games uh, to wrap up the season series with Miami. You go to New York for three games after an off day in the middle of the, in the middle of the week in the middle of September. You then stay home uh, and you play the Blue Jays. Uh, then you go away for three games to play the Nationals, have another off day, and then end your season taking on Blake Snell and the Tampa Bay Rays. And that will be the weekend series to end, and the season will end on September 22nd. So that was a lot of <laughs> a lot of teams, uh, a lot of schedule there. Believe it or not, 60 games feels uh, long when reading that, but it's really going to be a sprint. Um, so, you know, reading off some of those names, Dave, uh, you know, of the teams uh, and, you know, the schedule here, are there any parts of this schedule that you look at and you say, you know, I want to watch this series? Like, what what are some series or what are some games or some teams that you're looking forward um, to seeing the Phillies play? I, I for sure have a couple, but uh, what are your personal favorites uh, of series slash teams that the Phillies are going to be taking on uh, this 2020 shortened season? Well, I think <clears throat> if there's some interesting series that I want to watch, it's definitely going to be September 21st through the 23rd, Monday and the Wednesday. So uh, they're going to be versing the Nationals, and it's going to be towards the end of the season. You know, season ends on the 27th. So, you know, you have that three-game set versus the Nationals away. And it, it's going to be interesting because it's going to be the end of the season. If the Phillies are in the race and they're versing the Nationals, then this could be the make or break. You know, so I think... Uh, in that scenario itself, uh, it's going to be very interesting to watch the Phillies and the way that they decide to, you know, play ball uh, late into the season uh, versus a team that uh, knows how to compete, knows how to win games, and, well, won the World Series last year. So we'll see what happens. Definitely going to be a tough division, especially since you're versing the AL East as well. But um, really... The rest of September doesn't look too bad. If the Marlins, you know, don't pan out, then uh, that would be a breather. And the Mets, I mean, without Noah Syndergaard, it does cut the Phillies a little bit of a break, even though they do uh, okay versus Syndergaard. But um, looking at a part of the schedule that I fear a little bit, I have to go with August because when you look agree. at it, you see half of the games in August versus the Braves. Yeah, it's almost like you're not going to be able to breathe. I mean, you got you got the Blue Jays and the Marlins and the Braves. I mean, then you get a, a, a break with the Orioles for a little bit. And then the Mets, whether you count them as a break or not, is debatable. And then the Red Sox, they're going to be a 50-50 team. You know, and, and then you verse the Braves again, the Nationals, and then the Braves, and then the Nationals again. <laughs> so there's uh, definitely oh. a ton of Braves and Nationals, you know, and... It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough when we get into August, but uh, hopefully the Phillies can stick it out. Um, it, it is going to be interesting to say the least, but uh, those pesky Braves, I think they're going to be the team that the Phillies really need to win those key games against to be able to have a shot at that postseason. And the Nationals, uh, they're obviously another team that we need to compete against. But overall, I think if you can win some games against the Braves, and hopefully win the season series, then you have a pretty good shot. 
and I'm not saying win the season series by one game. I'm saying if you can win the season series by four or five games, I think that we have a legitimate shot at a postseason. You know, as long as the Braves don't do well against other opponents, maybe in the AL East, but I'm not sure how exactly they do. In terms of the end of the season versus the Rays, I think that um, the Phillies do okay against the Rays, so uh, we definitely have a chance to beat them. And uh, the Rays did get rid of Tommy Pham, so he is no longer there. And, you know, they brought in Hunter Renfro. Whether or not he will pan out and be what Pham was, I I don't think he will. Uh, Renfro is not as fast. He can field. He does have an arm, but... Uh, that batting average, uh, not pretty, uh, and I don't exactly know how the Rays are going to do besides their pitching staff. They do have some bats, but uh, not really big ones uh, when we look at their lineup, so uh, I don't know. I think the Phillies have a chance versus the Rays despite them being a 91 team uh, basically every year. And um, Talking about starting the season back in July, I know I feel like I'm going uh, backwards, but um, to start the series off with the Marlins, you need to come off strong. I don't care what needs to be done. These pesky Marlins need to be put in their place, Dave. They need to know that we're <laughs> not messing be around. <laughs> because last year was an absolute train wreck. We cannot have that happen again. Okay, This is a bottom of the division team that is just trying to mess up everyone's day. And I am not having it because I want to see my Phillies finally win. Okay, they've been out of it for quite a while. Okay, 2011. And, you know, it's way too long, way too long, not only for me, but I know it is for you as well, Dave, and you can't tell me otherwise. Okay, so we need to win this series to start it off. And then the Yankees, they need to go and, you know, whether or not they have guys that uh, have recurring injuries, not my problem. I need these Phillies to win ballgames. I like the passion. I like it. Yeah, I mean, good analysis there uh, of, you know, the tough games and the easy games that the Phillies are going to have. But this schedule with with the new manager and with the beginning of the schedule, I should say, with the new manager and new additions is is giving the Phillies, in my opinion, a, a piece of cake in terms of what you got. Because, I mean, you look at the three games against the Marlins, right? And, and you know, as you were saying, David, they're pesky, but... You know, you're going to have Aaron Ola most likely start uh, on the 24th with him arriving back to Phillies camp today on July 6th. He'll most likely start. I do agree with you, right? But hold on, before I get die, I'm all over the place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after the Marlins, you play the Yankees for four games. And I like the fact that the Phillies get a break. They play the Yankees for four games, and they're all in the beginning of the season. I don't know about you, Dave, but I do not want to play the Yankees in August or September when they're hot. I want to get them as early in the season as possible and make them have to come to you because the Yankees, they're going to, as we talked about a couple minutes ago, they're going to be starting the season against the Nationals in Washington. Then they have to come to Philadelphia for two games, and even though there won't be any fans, it's still going to be a good amount of traveling in a five-day span for them. You know what I mean? Actually, I think they may have an, an off day. No, maybe not. I think it's a four-game series. Actually, they may be playing six games, I think, maybe, to start the season in six days. That's a lot. That's a lot. 
right? And the Phillies are going to be coming off the Marlins. And like I said, they're pesky. But I think that this, this schedule is made for the Phillies to, to win, especially in the beginning. Then you have the Blue Jays and the Marlins again. The first four series in the season are setting up the Phillies, where in those four series, how many games are we playing there, Dave? We're playing 13 games. There you go. Uh, you can count faster and, than and, I can. <laughs> yeah, it ends on the 7th of Friday when they play the Braves. 13 games. The Phillies have no excuse but to go at least 8-5. and five. When you're playing teams like the Marlins twice you're in, in three-game series, so you're playing them in six total games. You're playing the Blue Jays in three. You're playing the Yankees who had to go to Washington coming to Philadelphia in six days. There are going to be N-plus injuries, whatever they got. You have to take advantage. You cannot let that, you know, let that get to you. But what you were saying, I'm excited for the Red Sox series. And, you know, you were also talking about that's on the uh, the 18th and 19th. Um, we do play six games against the Blue Jays, which is nice. Uh, they're, uh, you know, somewhere early on. But, I mean, like you said about Tampa, I'm excited for that series too. But the Phillies had the Braves number last year. I'm not so worried about the Braves. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Braves are great, but with Freddie Freeman testing positive, the uh, Nick Markakis opting out of the season, I'm not super worried about the Braves. I'm, I'm really not. I, they're a very good team, but I'm more worried about the Nationals and the Mets for the Phillies. The Phillies sucked against the Nationals. Whenever they had a lead last year, to be honest, the Phillies were worse against the Nationals than the Marlins. And I know that the Marlins, whatever. The, the Phillies could not. Washington had Philadelphia's number. They had the Phillies' number last year. Anytime, anytime the Phillies were up, I could give you so many different instances last year where the Phillies were above in the top of the ninth or bottom of the ninth, wherever you are playing Washington, with two outs, and the game is blown. Blown. At one point, I think last year, the Phillies had like a four or five run lead heading into the eighth or ninth. Victor Robles hits a home run, walks off. Victor Robles doesn't even hit a home run in his entire career. He's mainly a speedster and a contact hitter. The ball go or the ball he goes oppo. It's it's it, the Nationals and the Mets are two two teams you need to beat. You need to shut up the Mets fans too. I'm going to be honest with you, but I, I, I this this season's going to be crazy, Dave. I think that you can agree. All of our listeners can agree. This 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 season's going to be crazy. And and you know. I was talking about it a little bit earlier, and and maybe we could, now that we're kind of, you know, we talked about the rough and the easy parts of the schedule, and, you know, we'll do analysis of games and stuff like that, but, Dave, to, to kind of, you know, briefly, do you think that this season the World Series winner has an asterisk? Do you think that at the end of the season, when you look at it in the record books, you say, oh, well, 2020, that year didn't count? And, and, you know, if you do say that there is an asterisk next to it, do you, would you be happy if the Phillies won? Or would you say, oh, you wasted this win on, a, on an asterisk year? What would you, what, what's your opinion on that? Do you think that this schedule and the way that the Phillies are going to play, do you think that that's an asterisk next to the season? Uh, and, you know, not only in Major League Baseball, but every sport, do you think there is an asterisk to the 2020 baseball season? Well, to be honest with you, I think that uh, when it comes to Major League Baseball in particular, uh, the game's going to be played differently in terms of the way that games are managed and the way that, um, you know, games are. You know, when, once we go to extra innings, runner on second, right? And then you have 
uh, the schedule that's different. You're not going to verse a lot of teams in Major League Baseball until, of course, you get to the playoffs if you make it. So that that in and of itself uh, makes the game a little bit different. So it's kind of hard to dictate whether or not you should have an asterisk next to it. I think that the World Series winner deserves a trophy. And, you know, it was hard fought. Uh, they played good teams to get there. And no matter what, in the playoffs, you're, you're going to be versing the teams from other divisions anyway. So, honestly, when you do get to the World Series and you win it all, I, I think that there should not be an asterisk. Because no matter if it's a full 162 or 60 games, it's still a season. And there's still playoffs. And you still need to verse the best teams to be able to make it to the World Series and win it all. So... I do not see that differing anyway. I do not see the reward in and of itself in the World Series, the trophy, that, like the way that it's written down in history. None of that should be changed. Okay, and the asterisk um, for baseball, it, it shouldn't be there for this World Series or for this season at all. And in other sports, I'm not exactly too sure of. I'm basic, basically a baseball junkie, but... Um, I can imagine that other sports are going to play differently. And so, you know, I would regard it the same way. I do think that it should count. I, do, I don't think that there should be an asterisk. But uh, getting to the other question that you posed about the Phillies, I don't think that it would be a wasted year if they went after it. You know, because they still beat all the other teams. You know, no matter how good they are or what, if they ended up beating all the other teams, they ended up beating them. And in short, that means that you're the best, really. And I mean, yeah, playoffs kind of um, they would be different if it was a full 162. But baseball is about a game of adjustments or it's the game of adjustments. My bad. So these teams, these players are going to need to adjust and play accordingly. They're going to need to make a game plan and they're going to need to execute that game plan. And that's just what it is. You know, that's, that's the game of sports. That's the game of baseball. And so the, I see no reason for there to be an asterisk and the Phillies themselves, um, get after that world series championship. You know, you're hungry, you know, you want to compete, uh, get after it. And I know that when I see that world series victory, that even if it is in 2020, I'll, I'll still have tears running down my face. I'm, I'm going to be out on my porch yelling like a maniac. And I'm, I'm going to want a root beer. I'm going to want a root beer. That's for sure. You know the way I party, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. I really do. And, and you know, I say it for anything, you know, every team has to play this, right? It, regardless how good you are in sprints or how good you are in marathons, every team has to deal with 60 games. There's no team that that has an advantage. I mean, yeah, based off a of schedule, you know, different divisions are easier or whatever, but that's baseball in 162 games. Some divisions, some teams are easier. You've you got to deal with it. Like Dave said, you know, it's, it's the game of adjustments. And, and, you know, one thing that I have to say here is, you know, I think that this – this year is severely unique because, you know, unless, 
something happens with the coronavirus and, you know, it really, I mean, it is starting to ramp up again, but that's because things are starting to open up again. But, you know, let's say we do have to go inside, inside again or whatever and, and, you know, stay quarantined or whatever for a couple months. You know, maybe 2021 will be the same, hopefully not. But for the most part, this will probably, hopefully, be, you know, one of the only years, if not the only year, where there has been this short of a season ever in Major League Baseball. So, you know, that's unique in itself. And, and, you know, like Dave was saying, you know, it's, it's, you're playing these teams, you're beating these teams. And, you know, I'm not saying the Phillies are going to win the World Series, but I mean, the same thing with all sports. It's going to be super weird for any team in any sport to win the championship because one, there's most likely going to be zero fans. Number two is you can't have a parade. <laughs> because I mean I don't know maybe <laughs> could you imagine there. the mess that that would be and the repercussions like, well, that would I come mean, but with that you, like you can't how, like how would you celebrate this kind of stuff and you know for kind of Philadelphia sports it's kind of something that you have to bring up because you know the Flyers are doing pretty good you know the Sixers are doing pretty good the Eagles you know they have a you know they're doing pretty good and and you know hopefully they'll do uh, have a good season and the Phillies of course have some future so something to keep in mind but. You know, just talking about, you know, sports in general, um, you know, very soon we'll be getting back to the baseball swing of things. We'll have a couple games uh, before any other sport really comes back. Uh, I believe uh, a couple days after the 23rd or 24th, the Eagles game, or not the Eagles game, what am I saying? The Eagles summer camp will ramp up, and same thing with the Flyers. will begin their playoffs uh, on the August 1st, I believe, and the Sixers will get started soon uh, around there, I should say. But yeah, I mean, it, this is going to be a really, you know, fun season. It's going to be weird. It's going to be quirky, but it's going to be something that, you know, is going to be unique and it's going to be something to watch. And just before we end it and just before we wrap it up, uh, we just have something to say. Uh, the Phillies Majestic, actually, it's not Majestic. It's the Phillies New Era Clubhouse Store is now open. Uh, they're open from 10 to 6 on weekdays. Uh, so make sure that, you know, if you want any Phillies gear to support the Phillies. Um, but yeah, so that is pretty much, um, you know, all I have to say, Dave, uh, this is a great podcast, uh, you know, and let us know too at home, uh, go check out Dave's, um, Instagram and YouTube. He posted a YouTube video today. He's been doing like recaps of all major teams. Uh, his YouTube and Instagram is major league talk. Um, and go, you know, tell them what you think of the schedule. Uh, what games are you excited for? And uh, hopefully, everyone enjoyed our analysis of this. I'm going to try to keep it as brief tonight. Thank you to all the healthcare and frontline workers, and uh, thank you to everyone who is listening. Share the podcast with your friends, please. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Breaker, we're on Anchor. A lot of you guys have been listening. We've been checking like the uh, the analytics of stuff. A lot of you guys have been listening on Apple Podcasts, so share it with your friends. Keep that up, and, and that's great. So thank you, guys. We're going to keep on grinding. David will be, uh, I believe, uh, taking a couple days uh, you know, for himself. We may still record, though. So, uh, well, we we'll probably will still record, and we'll have podcasts set up for you. So, uh, And also, too, one the last thing I want to say before I hand it over to you, Dave, if you don't mind, was I believe this is going to be a bonus episode. This is coming out tonight, right, Dave? Uh, yes. Yes, this okay, is coming out We posted, kind of, it's kind of overshadowed, but we posted episode 31, this episode 32, which was, episode 31 was our favorite Phillies of all time. That was a super fun podcast, a lot of stats, a lot of old-time Phillies were talked about, and the current ones, 
So go check that out. I know that that was kind of overshadowed because I don't think I really shouted out on Instagram or Snapchat, and I don't think you did, Dave, either, and we're kind of recording this now that the schedule came out. But yeah, go check out episode 31, too. I don't think it's a super long one, but you know, go check it out uh, and share it with your friends, and that's all I got to say. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you, Dave, and uh, stay safe, everyone. Yeah, um, as you were mentioning about the analytics we were looking at the analytics just about as hard as gabe kapler would look at his analytics and we're liking what we're seeing so uh keep on keeping on with that support we really do i enjoy these podcasts and if you like what you heard about all the reactions to the schedule and if you want more reaction uh podcasts then definitely let us know uh on my instagram uh at major underscore league underscore talk and um yeah i'll see you over there and uh, thank you for listening to the Warning Track Talk podcast. Uh, it's been a blast. And if you like what you hear, uh, like I said, then please follow and listen to some previous podcasts as we do post uh, usually every other day. And we also do some bonus podcasts here and there for the Focus Phillies fan uh, such as you guys. So uh, thank you all for listening once again. This has been the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host, Dave and Dave.